geekversus.com. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I am your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hello, world. And John. Hi. And what? returning. What? For, what is this? This is, like this is a three fourth? Yeah, this yeah, is the third, third time, yeah. Uh, so I'll be returning for the second time, because you don't return on your... I have to say... Don't before, introduce <laughs> him. Just let it happen. Just don't introduce him. Just say, who was that guy? I have we'll to never correct, know who it was. No, I have to correct myself, because a couple weeks ago, I called him the world's biggest J.J. Abrams fan. He's the second world's biggest. Betty is the biggest J.J. Abrams fan. That sounds Casey fair. Casey is probably the biggest Star Trek uh, oh yeah, his work on the Star Trek relaunch, uh, masterful work there. Yes, um, Casey loved it. It's my favorite of his very esteemed career. Uh, I just, I mean, it, we something I can, feels off about. I this. can, I can go on and on and on. So, but this is a gaming podcast, so I don't, I don't want to talk too much about my love for J.J. Abrams here. So that's in our uh, Christmas special. <laughs> How much we love J.J. Abrams. Um, Ba-dum-boom, we love J.J. Yes, welcome back to the show. Host from Geek Versus, Casey. That's right. Hey. Represent, son. So, uh, you guys are still doing this, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Huh? Every, every week he updates us with the, uh, it's episode one, and then I'm like, really? We were still doing this, huh? I think yeah, we're on 125 here. What? Wow. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. Kind of crazy. Casey, you were at my house over a week ago. What? That's right. Yes. Yeah. You ate my wife's food. Yes, I did. What? You, did. you watched football with us. I did. You time. and I, you and I bonded over the joys of the of the famous rocker Brian Adams. Exactly. Yes. Debatable. You haven't contacted <laughs> me since. I figured I would let it let it breathe, let it know? marinate, if you That's will. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's nothing I did. You're not psycho at no, all. No, no. It's You're what good. you didn't do. <laughs> to be fair, what is that, Casey? Mean? To be fair, he asked me the same questions if I don't like message him about forty-five minutes after he logs on. Gotcha. So okay. Oh, well, I mean that is normal. fair. Like uh, it's been forty-five minutes. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Casey, Jonathan. <laughs> Since last week, yes, I've watched two films. Okay, he af- has. After the spiteful judgment from you, was one of them Blade Runner and. Blade Runner, they want Blade, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. <laughs> yes, I can say that Blade Runner twenty forty nine is a much better film. Oh, than its original, but I don't know that that says very much. Okay, I don't really understand yeah. the hype. Is this all right? John doesn't I like noir. I, I, geez. That's what I'm going with. So, uh, <laughs> I'm the new third host of the show, right? Yeah. Like that yeah. just happened? Pretty yeah, much. Pretty yeah. much. He just passed the torch Sorry. to me. And now no. I will take the phones off okay. of my head. Bye, John. Place them. You can on take the Penny table. with you. Penny can go with you. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> You're taking her this weekend. Well, at least for a day. Hopefully for just a day. Hopefully. What was Inside the other, baseball. What, what was the other film? Those two films. Oh, you see. Oh, you haven't seen either one. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's I've seen right. them both now. That's They're right. both solid movies. Both solid movies. Huh? Yeah, I like them a lot. I didn't, uh, okay. I saw. I saw Blade Runner the morning after. I rented it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Which um, version? The, the the final cut. Okay. okay. Good. That's good. probably the best one. The one sans the Harrison Ford narration. Yeah. 
and I've seen bits and pieces. I think over the past 20 years, 25 years, I've probably seen the movie in its entirety. Right. Mm-hmm. Just each segment at different actually, times. Never sat through and watched the whole thing. Just in like the memento order. I liked it better. <laughs> I liked it better watching it over the past 25 years. <laughs> it made the most sense that way. That's a, a slow burn. <laughs> that's a great, yeah. The movie How does is, that make you feel, Chris? I'm fine with it. Okay. I mean, John's got terrible taste. No, 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 no. They're not bad films. Kidding. But their reverence kind of baffles me. It's kind of like, bit. you have to remember, to That's, me, like when Blade Runner came out, there was nothing like Blade Runner uh, okay. at the time. And like... That that sort of like new noir. Yeah. Like... like yeah, it just like and still, there's very few things like it's more of a like guys, a, guys, it's a detective listen, movie. this is this is like sci-fi, but and it's horrible, but it's noir, mm-hmm. so we should respect it. I mean, when it came out, it's it was nice. it, when it came mm-hmm. out, it was fifty fifty. People hated the movie. Oh, it was not. Oh, yet. Yeah. it was not. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's like two thousand one. It's like one of those movies that honestly, about twenty years after the fact, everyone went back and go like, man, we were idiots. Like, cause I it, think it's they were like, pretty on the money. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's like I think you look at a lot of those things. Like, for instance, I think of things like Children of Men. Children of Men did not make a ton of money whenever it came out. It yeah. wasn't really well seen, but I think it's been this movie that, especially Children now, of that Men got amazing reviews. It did because it was a little bit more than because it was noir. Because it was kind of like the first thing that people had seen since Blade Runner that felt very Blade Runnery. To a lot of people in a long, long time, I, I would say it's still the best movie to me personally since. Remind Blade me, Children of Men is this? Is this Clive Owen? I, I yeah. know, I know, okay. but the Alphonse hook O'Curion. to it, yes, the hook to it though was there was a human that could procreate that was fertile, or all of a sudden, is that what it was? Humanity, yeah, had stopped creating, and then in one person was having a child. Okay, yeah. Um, but I, I find that to be closer to 2049 than the original. Well, yeah, I mean, I see no links between the I'm two. I'm saying they're both like dystopian movies. Like it's societies that feel very dark and like depressing, and you kind of see the the folly of man at times. Like as you're looking, in it. Mm. and then there's like mm. a little bit of hope <laughs> that they're giving to you, and you it makes you grab onto that hope. Gotcha. And, and what yeah. people loved okay. about Blade Runner was that it's, the hope you know, wasn't like, from humanity; it was from robots. You know, that was what was so right. cool about it's that it. candlelight in a snowstorm type yeah. thing. Uh, but you know, it was it was just something that was original at its time. I, I wasn't um, ready. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready. But yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff out there that I think is not appreciated. And over time, people go back and they go like, "Okay, I see." And like, like sci-fi, Rocky Five? No, not Rocky Five. But oh, like no. a lot of oh. sci-fi movies that will never be appreciated. <laughs> sci-fi movies to me are like they're something that's very hard unless they're like cookie cutter. Like, like I think Star Wars is something easy to you grasp son because. Of a- it's just it, it's fun. It's space it's, pirates. Yeah, Star Wars yeah. is fun. Yeah, you know, whereas like a lot of other yes, sci-fi, Blade, is, Blade uh, Runner is not fun. No, like a lot of <laughs> other sci-fi, it's dark and it makes you really question a lot of uh, principles about humanity and their place in the universe. Like in the what? The universe. So what I would Kinda say, like the Orville. Yeah. Well, except without the uh, terrible <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, acting, but uh, besides that, like. It, therefore, like I feel like a number of those films, they come out, they kind of do their little thing, and then it's like 10, 15 years as more and more people watch them that they start going like, oh, wait, this is actually doing something that no one was doing at that time. Right. And I mean, it's, 2001 was that movie, too. It's not another Transformers movie. No, no. It's so, not just there to make money. Yeah. But that's one opinion. Uh, yeah, one long-winded. 
So we kind of kind of straight off but the normal there. intro. Uh, so uh, roll tide, right? <laughs> yeah, roll tide. Uh, uh, I hate you guys. Um, yeah, you had a bad, yeah, yeah, you it had was a, bad, sorry. like first off, I hate LSU more than anything, like more than Alabama. Uh, so and and LSU sucks, and we were actually doing okay, and uh, nope, just decided that yeah. they they were gonna win. I don't know. That, just uh, found a way. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, and then what was it? Alabama played Arkansas, right? They did. Yeah, we did. And to be fair, this is weekly games chat, not like weekly video games chat. So yeah, they are games. That. Yeah, that's our tie-in. Games, we yeah. just never put it out there like that. Okay. Yeah, we so we had legit. a very long conversation about putting video in the title, and uh, we were like, no, 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 we want to leave this open for sports. Sorry, yeah. Monopoly, <laughs> college football, yeah. hide and seek, you know, just <laughs> all of this, any kind of game. That's we're really we're funny. unbiased here. Yeah. But uh, besides that, everyone have a good week. We yeah. I think I did. Yeah, they 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 go by so fast for me. Uh, stuff happens. I have a and, feeling my so week is not going old. to go by fast at all. Tell <laughs> us more about it. I can't. Okay, but uh, yeah, yeah, hey, you, you can't, can't yeah. or you won't, or I'm you're legally allowed. yeah, not, I'm legally not. <laughs> you can tell us one thing. What you can tell us the bare minimum. No, I can't. What did you do today? Oh, I guess I could tell you that. Well, duh, said, that's uh, all I'm saying. I sat at my local delusions gover- of government. Grandeur, man. <laughs> I sat yeah. at my local government center uh, and waited for jury selection. Okay, so that's, that's all you got. Oh, say. whoa! So lock them up, guys. Yeah, yeah. lock them yeah. up. That's They're coming you after you. Yeah. Hey, hey! The judge looked at me as I left, and he was like, "Don't you do that? Don't you talk about this?" I was like, "Oh, okay. I thought he meant like specifically, don't get on your podcast. We've done yeah. our homework. <laughs> we know." I'm a subscriber, and I would go, like, you're kind of older. For but he also this. said, and tell that Jonathan Barron I'm a big fan. Well, of course he would be. Wow. He knew your last name. I'm impressed. Yeah. In its uh, entirety. Barron, B-A-R-R-O-N. Ooh. Oh, so not like the person who owns land or... Infer- Cannot bear children? Or, or infertile, yes. Or the guy who makes pizzas. The red guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's His the German that derivation. <laughs> Mine's the English derivation. Uh-huh. Derivation. Derivation. That's not the word I asked you to say today. That's you better right. remember. Because <laughs> if you don't. I can't remember. <laughs> it better come up. Do you remember? I don't. <laughs> At some point, yeah. I need to turn off my uh, screensaver on this new computer so that it doesn't Computer. I think computer. you can just tell Cortana to turn it off. Computer. Watch. <laughs> it's going to pop up. Hey. Turning PC off. Ah, no. Did not hit save. But yeah, um. It, uh, there was a game that came out Friday that I I, I didn't want to play, and then I watched some Twitch video of somebody. What video or what game? Uh, what lies beneath two? No, ah, so or evil, evil the within evil. two. Yeah. You're like, I'm just gonna make something up. Yeah. What is no. Harrison Ford doing? Harrison sequel Ford. for <laughs> everything? <laughs> um, no, yeah, uh, he's doing indie f- it's what, the, five. So we what lies kids. beneath was him and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. The evil within two. It, <gasps> I thought it would be more scary. I guess more like Resident Evil ish. And I didn't get that vibe it, watching it. Isn't it? Uh, is Eli Roth involved with that? I don't know why the you origin, name drop. The I don't original, know why you do that. Uh, Resident Evil guy is involved. Was he okay. was involved in the first one? Okay. And it's I'm playing the first one right now. Yeah. Um, in the opening section, there's a big, enormous, gruffly beast of a chainsaw wielding maniac. Chainsaw yeah. fight. Yeah. Chainsaw fight. I mean, <laughs> you lose every time. <laughs> <laughs> How are we forgetting to, the, to address the big thing that happened this week? Uh, that I'm uncomfortable right now. Yeah, I don't know what. Wow, wow! How Even quickly? Me? Yeah, how quick? Because you were kind of involved in this. 
I was? Yeah. Uh, Sean and I... We did? Because he's an idiot. Uh, and he doesn't remember. Sean and I got our first chicken dinner in... Uh, oh, we did! Yes! Wow. That's yes. so bad. Uh, our first chicken dinner in PUBG. So. In, in my mind, that was Okay, you kept years saying ago. WoW was in World of Warcraft, so that's no, no. throwing me off. PUBG, chicken dinner. I was saying I more you. in uh, the for those way of, of like, wow. Yeah, the, for those like, of... Like watching. the actual word. Yeah. For the acronym who, for Forgive World Warcraft. us, video game podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people who How play WoW... think that WoW refers to WoW? John. And people who play PUBG would understand that the chicken dinner correlates to only one of those two. Winner, winner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. However... That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, it was, That's not uh, easy to do. I would like to say that WoW first. I'd like to say that we came in, we like dominate everyone, but it was more of me and him... Waiting as we listen to the sounds of a massive battle taking place on the other side. Well, of well getting, getting, <laughs> they like you show up, hey guys. Getting to, getting to the bridge, it was like things just fell into place. It was perfect. It you really show was. up and go, where is everybody? <laughs> well, we, we did kill some people, like what you're supposed to do, and we got some great equipment, and then we end up on this bridge yeah. on the right side of the bridge. Death ensues on the other side. And then finally the circle comes in to us, so we don't have to move. And, uh, we took out, it ended up being, it was funny because it showed these numbers going down of people who are still alive. And it's down to three. <laughs> and Chris and I go, wait a minute. It's you and me. And then and one other guy. There's one guy. We can do it. We can do it. So you're playing a team of two. So yeah, both. a duo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 50 teams. So Mike Mike D missed out on this. He did. We we promptly sent him screenshots of our chicken dinner, though. <laughs> <laughs> we made that happen. So and yes. afterwards, we yeah. officially retired from PUBG. We feel like we've I mean, accomplished how can you not? <laughs> that we need to accomplish. You've peaked, right? That's right? It. It's only downhill from here. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, I did forget about that. That seemed like so long ago now. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're replaceable. Josh is my new my new bestie. Yeah, speaking that. of Josh, what's up, Josh, if you're listening? The first night we get Josh in here, Chris's be- breast, breast friend. Yep, my old breast <laughs> friend. His best friend. We're you're camped my, up, we're camped up in a house buddy. in PUBG. Uh-huh. And one of the rules is you do not initiate contact. Talk about PUBG. Unless, unless we've all decided to or, initiate contact. Or you know you got them. Yeah. Josh has a shotgun <laughs> that has like bullets that spread. You really need to be That's close. That's how shotguns work. Yeah, you need to be close to the person to do damage. He's in a house. The guy's like in a field and Josh was like, <laughs> cover blown. We immediately get bombarded. Yeah. Death. In rushes is <laughs> a team of four and, and we were not ready for it. We were we were definitely not. So ready he doesn't for it. know how guns work. He he must be anti-gun. I got to like, jo- like the this is pretty standard in video games. <laughs> yeah. you, shotguns a close range weapon. You don't snipe not that old, thing. Not old JD. That's why they call it the shoddy. <laughs> it's like the funnest part of that game is when we're all looting houses and all of a sudden you just hear a shot go off and you're like what was that? And then someone has to come on the mic and go like that. Oh, that was me accidentally. Like, Mother. <laughs> <laughs> and it never fails within like two minutes. Now there, exactly someone shows up exactly oh, how. How far away was this guy? Uh, what do you say? About a hundred yards, probably. He tried to snipe him he with was a, a football shotgun. Yeah, yeah, he was a he long was, way yeah. away. <laughs> he was getting the kickoff return. Let's just put. It Did that he way. understand yeah. immediately why that went south? I think did he, he did. Get it? Chris and I were both like, "Wow," because we were playing on Skype. So, he, and Josh, when he gets on Skype, he doesn't have a video feed like we I do. Love it. He just leaves a still picture. And we're just like shaking our heads. Our heads are down. We're like, you did Looking not just do that. Picture of a monkey, and we're just like, yeah, Josh is- <laughs> look here, ape. <laughs> Why did you do that? He's like, my bad, guys. I'm sorry. You guys but- were the last three. No, no, no. This was kind of in the middle of a match. Okay, we were progressing. Things were going good. There was three of us. We had we had weapons and backpacks. And oh, he did though. Uh, he made up for it. He gave me a good suggestion for a new show that I started watching. Everyone, 
and I want to recommend it. Uh, Big Mouth, if yes. you have Netflix, it oh is my God. an animated show with uh, by Nick Kroll, and it's got John Mulaney in it, too. And it's If you want to hear more about Big Mouth, check out Geek vs. Week. There you yes. go. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, it's for those who are unfamiliar, it's an animated show about kids going through puberty. And I'll just leave it at that. And just know that it is so perfect because it perfectly just captures how terrible that time is and awkward for just about everyone that grows. The hormone monster. I, yes, I yes, personally yes. had a blast. <laughs> Best thing ever. When he's talking about. I had a lot of blasts. You do not watch I, that I knew, in front of I, kids, I, John. When I. When I said it, I heard Casey respond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he responded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good, but that was a good recommendation. It is. Yeah. You told me for a couple of days to watch it, and I started last night. Yeah. So. Josh, Josh is usually the guy who tells me to watch comedic things, and, and then I finally relent and do it and go, like, why didn't I start watching this sooner? Have you seen John Mulaney's uh, two stand-up specials on Netflix? Yes. Yes. I'm going like, to push him. Have no, you watched... Uh, I watched Dave Chappelle's instead. He's funny. Yeah. Like they're exclusive to each other. You had to pick one. <laughs> have you watched um, Team Chappelle? <laughs> have you watched Too Much Tuna on Broadway? That's on there too. Uh, I'm not familiar. Ah, it's Kroll and Mulaney, and it's just a really funny stick. Uh, I don't want to say anything else, but you'd like it. That's you probably seen it, in case <laughs> No uh, such thing as Too Much it. Tuna. I, seen it. Uh, uh, I did. I did, however, watch American. Because Mandel. you know why? I don't hmm? eat tuna. Oh, you watched American Vandal? Yeah, I did. I did watch American Vandal. Did you particularly enjoy the animation segment? Yeah, that was that was they were very detailed, like uh, very meticulous. Um, <laughs> they just yeah, I mean, look at the mushroom head, man. It's what? Just completely different. What exactly? Just, yeah. What <laughs> purple headed yogurt slinger? What yeah, I liked. Uh, you can say good... that stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> you can't say beep. Yep. You know, Richard. That's the way it goes. Had a satisfying conclusion too. Richard. Yeah. 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 And I think that might make another season, they said. So yeah. I, I would totally be down for it. Um, we should pivot. Yeah. We should probably go to the Let's topic, go ahead and right? do that. Yeah. Balls. It's been a long intro, but it's been fun. <laughs> topic time, 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 time. The topic is Middle Earth Shadow of War. <laughs> I don't know. Nice, that, nice yeah, I don't know how else you're supposed to Shadow of War. I, mean, just, I, don't, I don't know where that comes from. Nobody ever whispers. I don't know what Kel Brimbor or whatever his name is in that whole entire game is just all like Dalian. Exactly. <laughs> he sounds he sounds like a barking dog most really of the time. Does. You need a ring and you need to do this now, ma. <laughs> Screw everybody else. Let's like, let's go kill people. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Okay. <laughs> We're just down. orcs. We can enslave them. <laughs> same like, voice. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. It's no, just, I mean the same voice as the first game. Yes. Yes. Uh, Brim- the the wraith. I can't remember I the who, guy. Who, oh, okay. I just I, I can't remember the uh, name of the actor. I know um, he didn't seem very <laughs> in the first game. <laughs> he is he's got a very way. very raspy, aggressive type voice to me. Yeah. Well, in this one, I did a while. His anger goes. Yeah. Burn while. Sorry, we really dropped the on first that. one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I was uh, waiting for it, but then I had to do it. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, did you just been a while with us? And we, yeah. He did. What? He, he said it. What? Then he'd been a while. And then, <laughs> and all three and of we're us. And we're just like, just, no, no, See, no, now it's a verb. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have, he'd been you, a while. <laughs> All Say, over. Hey, Sean, do you, do you like have micro sleep? Like, <laughs> like sometimes where you just like, whoa, what yeah, just happened I, in the past I, 10 seconds? Did, like, what? what stroke? What? <laughs> I'm back. But yes, um, Shadow of War, the popular or the sequel to the 
popular surprise hit from 2014, I believe it was. Game uh, of the year, actually. For a lot of people, yes. Uh, Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mordor. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> All right, let's go to the news. We're good? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I think we're good. All right. It's pretty good. <laughs> well, I mean, they, uh, they, they ran advertisement for this game. Like, that was a push, yeah. you know what I mean? And knowing that we were going to be covering it, and it was coming up. I was anxious to see what what your take on it's going to be. I thought you were about to say because they were going to cover it, they sent us a check. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it didn't sound and, like that's where. And it was John, <laughs> John's tackling uh, Shadow of Mordor right now, so yeah, he finished it yesterday. Yeah, I. How did you feel about? Oh, I loved it. I burned bet you would. through every bit of that. <clears throat> I'm anxious to see. You mentioned something at lunch today when you said that if the game didn't have this, it'd be a shallow game. I want to know if that that sediment kind of carries over. Uh, this one. Well, I, I all I, I said I said the nemesis system in the in the game is the star. If it didn't have it, sure. the game would be an empty husk. I mean, it just yeah. You have different fetch quests that really aren't even fetch quests. They're just acquiring relics here, images here. Yeah. Um, oh boy, if you if you like that kind of stuff, then you're in for a real treat <laughs> with Shadow of right. War. <laughs> There's definitely a ton of that. Well, I liked it to an extent. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Depends on yeah, what it was. I, I agree. I mean, that was what got everyone talking because I remember leading up to the release of the first game, there wasn't too much buzz because the Nemesis system had been kind of talked about in overall arching terms uh, in presentations, but no one had really been able to experience it because it's something that, honestly, you have to play for quite a few hours to get a full appreciation for. Yeah, right. um, And that was what made it interesting because, like, all of a sudden – in something like Assassin's Creed or whatever, where I would just go around and, yeah, I might have to kill a target, but that's it. Like, you know, there's no real stakes that feel like involved. Whereas the Nemesis system took that idea and said, like, no, no, no. This person you killed, they're going to keep coming back. And if they kill you, they're going to get more powerful. And they're going to taunt you as they do all these things. And it's like, very infuriating. <laughs> yes. Like, as you play something for 20, 30, 40 hours, whatever it is, you... You begin to get attachment of, of both respect, but also just grr, fury against some of these orcs that you would come across. Yeah, uh, my my chief nemesis for uh, Shadow of Mordor mm. was uh, was was this guy who uh, he, he threw spears. Uh, he was immune to everything. Oh God! And he was undying, so like you had to finish. <laughs> like, like come on, man! Like that's why he was my nemesis because like you couldn't kill the guy. You could throw those guys up to the war chiefs, and it it gets to a point. Where you're just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do to beat you. Right. Because you literally have no weakness. Wish I knew how and to he, beat he, you. And he adapted too. Like, so, throw me a bone here. Like, what, what do I got to do? Um, and it comes around to uh, Shadow of War. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm playing that. Uh, like, my, my most jaw dropping moment of playing this game so far mm-hmm. has been in the arena. Ah. And, uh, uh, and that was probably the, the hardest part of the game to me so far. Um, Just watching them Pokemon it out? No, no, no. Whenever you fight in the arena. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Whenever you go through that gauntlet type thing. Yeah. And then your nemesis from the previous game shows up. Yeah. I was like, oh. You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, 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 I just, like, like, my jaw dropped, like my blood turned cold. I was like. This mother, yeah. this this guy's back. So you carried your save over? No, I, I mean I just too. played under the same account. I think it automatically. Okay, yeah, so it knew. Yeah. It knew so basically, my- how that works is, and I might be jumping ahead, but it it recognizes your nemesis from the old game and if keeps you, them. Yep. If you played on the 
the same system. The same system. system. Yeah. yeah, it will pull in your. How cool is that? Does it pull in your war chiefs? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it just like kind of picks whoever no, your top know. nemesis was, and it'll pull and that's like it. a couple in. That's yeah, a, that's it. That's not really. It's is cool. that interesting in enough? It's interesting. It's but, interesting I mean, if you don't expect it. Yeah. But so uh, spoilers. Yeah. But again, it's still the same <laughs> thing here, where it's more about the fact of just meeting orcs and how often you will keep they'll keep coming back and evolving on you uh, in multiple ways. Like there's one I've met called the Machine. And he, whenever I kill him, he's like, you thought you could destroy the machine. But the orcs, they put the machine back together. Stronger. <laughs> well, better. The, speaking of uh, Celebrimbor, one of my favorite things to do, and I would do it uh, compulsively. Yeah. <laughs> you'd see on the – you'd go into Wraith uh, Vision or whatever they called it. Yeah, yeah. And you'd spot the guy with the thumbstick. you push down the R3, and it would zoom in, and you'd hear Celebrimbor go – or thok. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that all the time because I was like, I love... I'm trying to think if they still do in this they do. one. Oh, yeah, they I definitely do because they got like one guy who was like, grow, grow. <laughs> it was like a whole bunch of R's and G's and I was like, I'm going to need you to try that again. Now, the big thing I've like noticed in this one though with uh, the orc captains is that they've gone from like in the first, in Mordor it felt like they kind of just said about five words. They were just like... That's exactly... I was going to make that same point. They go from like going like, oh, you... You're going to look nice on the end of my stick. You know, that's kind of like what the first one is. Yeah. This one is more of like... They write... They pull out their... Speech. Yeah, they pull out their Shakespeare and they're like, Oh, now I have suffered years of this land waiting for this moment. You undead soldier, you will be what sticks on my sword tonight as I roast you in the fire pits of hell or whatever. And it's that's like, like the like, opening line. And then yeah, they continue, and, then, and they keep going. You know, it's like they really, really... Took the personality out. And I'm then, going to cut your head off and like, I pee I, on your corpse. But I you, thought I was gonna like lose my mind whenever like three of them pop up at once. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go to the bathroom now, like because it, it takes so long. Oh, yeah, that, and I'll you never can't forget. skip it. Uh-uh. I was in this battle on Saturday, and um, I was fighting one of them, and sequentially over the period of five minutes, a a nemesis or whatever you call them showed up in the middle of my fight, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh come on!" <laughs> and now I've got five of them on <laughs> like this. Yeah, well, if you like that, disheartening whenever. If oh, you like yeah. that, you're gonna love this game because it happens pretty consistently. A lot, <laughs> yeah. Especially if uh, like when you do the siege missions and stuff like that, you'll just you never know. You so, never know. So, oh. so guys, um, <laughs> p- pitch it to us. I mean, where is uh, where is Talion these days? Is he happy? Um, I guess we can do never that. Is his life no. going well? <laughs> well? Oh, yeah, of course, though. Everything's coming up Talion. Yeah. Uh, no. Can, um, I, can I spoil the ending of the first game? Yeah, basically at the end of the first game. Um, <clears throat> no, because Chris is going to do it. Yeah, yeah I want to do it. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, care. The idea of the end of the first game is that basically Talion and Celebrimbor have figured out that they, in order to beat Sauron, they're going to need to forge a ring of power. Uh, and that's kind of where you you start off with this game. And the idea is that uh, Talion is going to use this ring of power to raise an army. But not before he first goes to Sh- Shiloh. Shiloh. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and, and does a whole entire first act where you don't have the ring of power. Yeah, like he has yeah. the ring in the opening scene, and then the second <laughs> scene he loses the ring to Shiloh. It's like... Come on, man. Yeah, I, I really don't Tighten like... up. Yeah, the first... Like, that's not even a spoiler. It's like five minutes in. Yeah. No. It's like the opening cutscene, he's forging the ring, puts the ring on. All right, you play, 
you you do like a, a like a, a two minute tutorial, and then he loses the rings. Like yeah, pretty much. And it's like you have to go through the whole entire first act before really you get to what is the main purpose of the game. It kind of feels yeah. like a big. It's kind of like a big delay to reteach you all the new stuff. Yeah, but yeah the I first have to say it's a little slow. The first act is <laughs> yeah. essentially Shadow of Mordor continued. Yeah, like re- Redux. I don't yeah, know, yeah, something like that. Uh, it, it's like that part of the game doesn't feel like it's really. Is that to, is is that sort of a challenge that developers have in bringing in brand new players to the game, mm-hmm. but also remembering that you have to also put up with the idea that people who've played the first game have to sort of yeah you know put up with it I for a little so. bit. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of a challenge of developing. It's that, and it's also an excuse to kind of do a reset of your abilities from the first game so that you have <clears throat> yeah. to earn them over. Because think about it, there, there'll be some players like you who just played it. Mm-hmm. They're going to come mm-hmm. right into it, and everything's going to feel familiar. Even somebody like myself played a little bit of the first one. I would have no idea what's going on again. I have to relearn it. Yeah, yeah. And then Chris played the first one. Mm-hmm. You did too, right? Yes. All the way through, but how long ago was it? So, yeah, there is some acclimation of kind of relearning everything in there. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's kind of like riding a bike, though. Like, like if you've played any Arkham I game or Assassin's Creed. Yeah, is there I've training wheels on the game, dude? Well, <laughs> if you need them, we'll get them for you, bike. Uh but yeah, like after, I would say after five, ten minutes, I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing here. And it was more of like, oh, dang, I, I don't have that ability right now. <laughs> like, I really like Shadow Strike because it Shadow can, Strike is awesome. Yeah. If what you is need Shadow to, Strike? Shadow Strike is an ability where I see an orc that's like way over here. I aim an arrow at him. And then instead of firing the arrow, I hit square, and I automatically teleport to his location and kill him. Shut the front so door. So if you need to cover oh, some distances, awesome. that is dope. yeah. And like, there's also uh, in this one shadow mount where yeah, uh, you can see yeah. you can do that to a creature. There's a creature off of the distance. You do the same thing and you jump on them. And uh, you don't you have that ability in the first game? Uh, you, you might, yeah. but you know, know what? You it's further right down on the yeah. tree. The important thing though is that you can do this to <laughs> a Drake in this game, and that's yes. all that matters. Is like started from the bottom. Now we're here. No, yes, it's, exactly. That's it's not, not a Canadian rapper, <laughs> but uh, a dragon, if you will. Uh, if you remember the Nazgul fly around on, yeah, yeah. on them. So yeah. And that is one of the best features of the game is just, just flying around over stuff, shooting fires and, and blowing stuff up. It's, right? It's, it's you want it, don't pretty you? awesome. Well, as the, 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 moment, the moment the ending happened and Talion goes, I must forge a ring of power, I went, What? Dang it! The game's out. I can just jump in. This is like Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't. That's why you wanted to go to GameStop today. I do gotta say, nah, I was, oh. for yes, I was. Before we continue, I will say this: if you are a someone who is a snob of like Lord of the Rings mythology, oh no, I suggest I suggest you go check it or not play this game because this game plays like a lot of things fast and loose. Well, tell me, tell me about that. Why exactly is that the case? Well, as uh, the first, like for instance, uh, the first game kind of sets up. This takes place in between the events of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, so like that sixty-year period before. Um, in and I think like they mainly do these things just because they need something. They need you to go do something. Right. The idea seems to be like, hey, here is the rise of Sauron's army. The problem with that is like certain things that they have in this game do not occur in those 60 years. They, we know when they occur. They're in the timeline of Tolkien mainly. Well, tell me what, tell me what. The biggest one is, uh, Minas, uh, you start out 
in what is called Minas Ithril, which was the name of uh, the city when it was controlled by uh, Gondor. Minas Ithril becomes Minas Morgul, which for those who have seen like Lord of the Rings, remember when uh, Gandalf and Peregrin are sitting up on Gondor and all of a sudden they see the green light come up Mm -hmm. and the army come up? That's Minas Morgul. Yeah, I'm with you. So like. They show, <laughs> they show basically how that city goes to, uh, the Dark Lord's army. The problem is that happened like almost a thousand years earlier yeah. in, in the history of that. Like, Not it had like been, 30. No, yeah. It had been something that had been like well established. And like you see them building Bardor and it's kind of like, you're like, ah, oh, that's kind of off a little bit too. That, that's also super old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they do that. Like, you know, Shalob, uh, apparently now can transform into a woman. Yeah, that's uh, that's super weird. But yeah, I mean, I yeah. it's it's narrative purposes. I get that. But yeah, it, it's, it's like, kind of like that. It's hard to feel sorry for a giant spider, and yeah. uh, you it, know, it's it's something like when you look at it, you quickly, you just have to accept like this is not canon. None of this is canon. It's just it's basically an I mean, excuse it, it to give of, you cool to give you cool experiences and do all the things that you want to do in Lord of the Rings. Like you know, I think people want to go to all these p- places and to battle these things uh, that are part of the lore. And to do that, you kind of have to make some exception when you have something that has a well-established history like the Tolkien narrative is. So is the Minas Morgul the only real example of flat-out wrong? Like you can't make any justification for this? Because I'm reminded of the old Ben Kenobi quote, mm. what I told you was true from a certain point of view. I mean – Tolkien could have come come back from the grave and said, "Yeah, she was always a woman." I, I, yeah, I mean, I, sure, I except that she's always just been a spider. <laughs> yeah, but, but what if these types of things, which is now owned by WB, I mean, don't they <laughs> yeah. don't they don't they fill gaps as opposed to simply playing fast and loose? Yeah. I mean, the ring was forged it's under a- Sauron. But who's to say that Gilabrimbor never did it? Well, no, he you know didn't I mean? do it. He definitely did. Yeah, okay. that's part of that's history. Yeah, you can fill in gaps, but it's like uh, it's like square peg round hole. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't fit. I like, guess like you can you can try and fit, fill those gaps. You're taking but. something that so I guess, a female like, existing as the spider doesn't fit. You're saying that just doesn't fit. It's like, just well, we're it's, forcing like it. well, that's never been previously established by anything. And yeah, yeah. It's kind of more I mean, like to me. It's more like when you take something like the Tolkien narrative, which has been built for almost half a century, and you know, or over half a century, and it's like got that such a. It's been built out so much by the author and his son uh, that people are very passionate about it. When you come in and you just start playing very loose with it, people get upset. Like, well, let me ask you this: it's unjustifiably, I would argue. No. Is there any other video game series <clears throat> that you can think of? Um, that, that is really canon and ties into another universe and it's straight up canon. To me, video games have always been an outlet where you can be kind of willy nilly with it because it's right, a video exactly, game. Exactly. Because yeah. look at all the countless Star Wars games. Like yeah. none of those really make sense. In no, and they're not. Either. I don't think they're considered canon now. Right. In no, any, no, no. Any regard. So again, like people get really passionate about their, their, their franchises yeah. that they're into and I can understand, like, you know, it's like, but like at the say, same time, it's, it's, it's a it's a vehicle to do cool stuff, right? Exactly. And that's the way you that's should approach the idea. It. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, hey, we put a Balrog in this game, and you know, you could sit there and question, like, well, that's not, you know, we know where that Balrog when Balrogs, you know, all right. that kind of stuff. But it's like, yeah, but you get to fight a Balrog. You know, that's what they're concerned about. And as far as is he fan, wearing boxer boxing gloves like in that's funny. Of course. That's yes. funny. Yes, I was funny. Left it for you. <laughs> that's how kick. we roll. You let me die on that sword. <laughs> and the funniest part, he can't kick. 
He can't kick yes, at all. He can't kick. Uh, but yeah, besides that, um, I think the reason why the game is enjoyable is not because of its narrative stuff. It's the gameplay. No, no, the narrative is okay, but like, yeah. it's essentially his family was murdered. He's out for revenge. Like, yeah. And here, right. like, honestly, like, I'm pretty far into it now. I would yeah. say, and the only narrative part I've enjoyed has been the stuff with Bruce. Uh, Bruce, if you, if you all remember <laughs> from, guy named Bruce, nah, he's Bruce the Orc. Nah, uh, Bruce. If everyone saw, uh, the E3 demo, they highlight him where you turn him over. He's kind of like where Ratbag was the narrative orc from the first game. Mm. He's the narrative orc for this one. His story is fun. It's kind of lighthearted as you're going through. Yeah, and he's you very could, jovial for, uh, for an orc. Yeah. You can, you can see like where everything as far as the story is going, but you're fine with it because he's just so funny to listen to and he's just cool to hang out with. Versus like maybe some other missions like where you're like okay, this is depressing. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. like the, all of uh, uh, Gondor. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. most the most interesting question I think I would want to ask is how do they expand on the Nemesis system? So See, that that to yeah. me the hook of the first game is the Nemesis system. How do they make it better or improve it? So in the first game you were just rising up the ranks uh, using. At first, just killing people and then infiltrating and taking them over to rise up the ranks of the immediate army at the Black Gate and all that kind of stuff uh, to overthrow. That has now expanded, and there are different territories throughout the whole entire uh, region of Mordor that you're trying to conquer with your army. You're trying to basically raise an army. So instead of just taking over one chain of command, you're taking over multiple chains. And as you do so... The goal. Are you taking it over? Or are you sending you orcs are, in? To you can do, do it both. I mean, you can you can do it personally by just killing captains. You can do it by possessing them. You can have them spy on other ones and then eventually ambush them. Uh, there's plenty of different options as far as how you pursue your. Uh, as far as the siege, though, dominance. you you personally lead each siege. Yes, and the idea is as you. As you gain power over this area, power. You're, you're this is dimin- Lord of the Rings. You got to say power. Power. You are uh, diminishing the strength of the basically of <laughs> the whatever power. <laughs> the strength of, in fortification of the main base of that region for the for Sauron's army. And you can like look at it and see like, okay, hey, it's only got seventy strength now because I've taken out this person and this person, and now I'm using those people to lead this part of my main attacking party. So this is how I'm getting stronger. Uh, and I can give them special perks so that they have, like, for instance, like they might have a bunch of people that ride in on Karagors, you know, that are shooting arrows. Or you might have a troll that shoots fire, fireballs at the city or whatever. And it's all to help you give an advantage because eventually you lead to a point where, as Casey said, you commence a siege attack on the fort. And you have to take over control points and then eventually confront the overlord for that fortress and take it over. So essentially, siege consists of basically two things, attack and defense. You're always attacking, trying to take over the fortress. They're always defending. If each warlord brings a certain perk, a certain set of defenses to the fortress, each time you take out the warlord, that defense goes away. So maybe maybe they have there, – there's a warlord that's in charge of like beasts – you know they have a whole bunch of like uh, of the big of the of the Karagor running around like the the orc dogs, <laughs> what <laughs> um, old orc dog? You know, Karagor. Uh, you take out that uh, you take out that warlord, that defense is gone. Yep. And so if you clear out all the defenses and you equip your guys with their you know 
their attacks and 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 their their sub armies. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, if you set the board up to where all their defenses are gone and you have all the offenses, like the siege is going to be probably the easiest part. Yeah, I uh, the last one I did, like when I started taking it down, um, like the whole entire taking over the region, right. uh, it had like something like two eighteen defense, something like that, and I got it down to by the time. I was ready to take over it. My offense was at like 257. Its defense was at like 70. And it took me all of about a minute and a half to take three points and yeah, get to the entrance just, point. Because that was that an early point of the game? Or no, it, it was just, it was much further on where I had built up and what he's I saying, just had What he's not power. saying is like getting the getting the board stacked that way is yeah. is what takes that's the grind that's the grind because yeah. i had done or you can skip way. all that yeah, and you I, can have a really hard fight at the fortress that's fine that's your choice that's your option uh and i did that uh i you did tried that one on, that way yeah i tried one that way where it took me i captured it but taking each point instead of just having my guys come in and dominate and like having three or four captains there to help me capture each point they on the other hand like two or three captains at those points and i had to keep dealing with them because they were coming close to killing the few guys I had uh, with me to support me. And it was just easy for like there to be secondary forces to cause pain. Like whether it be they had tons of archers or they had trolls that were shooting big fireballs into the area, whatever. Like these were all things. Yeah. It took me about 10 minutes to get to the gate. Whereas like I said, the other way around, it was like I said, no longer than a minute and a half. Uh, So you, you are rewarded by taking the time to really conquer a region as opposed to just kind of rushing in. And it's going to be a lot harder on you if you don't. Think of it as a larger scale version of like um, an assassination mission. Yeah. You can, you could just go run up to the guy and try and take him out and you probably can eventually, or you could go through and like set some traps and like get everything Mm -hmm. set up and just, you know, wreck the guy it's just it's a similar concept as that except on a much larger scale correct uh, uh, but yeah that's kind of where the main point of the game is and I, I have to say the siege missions I think are the highlight of this game um, there's I think of there's four main ones as you start off and I think there might be more later on as far as I believe so on. because I was doing the math I had done like two of them exactly and it was like, I was like 14% <laughs> done after having done two all right, this doesn't gotta, make some, sense. There's some extra ones somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they are fun just because you get this huge that that Lord of the Rings sense of what I think everyone loves, whether it is the like bow, you hear the horns, yes, and, like, like the Battle of Helm's Deep or uh, the Battle of uh, Penelum Fields or whatever it's called, Pelennor. Ah, thank you. Uh, like those kinds of things, like where that's what people really love about that. Yeah. You know, as far as its epicness and, and its the, broad scope. The uh, scope and scale and spectacle yeah. of it all is, it, it, it feels epic. Like, it, it feels like you're actually in a battle in like a siege. And- you're over there and fighting and just dominating. You turn around and there's, like, your orc captain that you took him over. And he's just sitting there demolishing all these people around you. And you're just like, yes, <laughs> this is war. I feel <laughs> the power. Yeah. And then uh, whenever you go take out the overlord, you go out onto the balcony and you give a little speech and uh, everything's it's pretty awesome. Now, on the other hand, the battle with the overlord. Those aren't easy. No, those, those are not easy. fun. No. Uh, because you do not get to take your, your team in with you. You have you go in there one-on-one. one v one me, bro? There ain't no 1v1, one one, though. <laughs> Except... Except it's not a one v one because like the worst one that I fought was one who an overlord who was also a beastmaster 
Oh, God. That was the worst thing in the world. Like, I had to fight him, all of his lackeys, all of his beasts, and then, like, all the... All the people riding the beasts, and it was it was it I was crazy. That yeah, <laughs> that was the beast. So uh, I mean, I just shadow mounted all the beasts and turned. That's them that's the way, way to do it. Smart. <laughs> Knowing what I know about shadow mounting. Um, I had creepy. one that <laughs> I had one that was arrowproof and also fireproof, and everything I had did fire damage. That's the worst. Thing I know. Ever. It was just like no, so no, did you, no. Do you not? Do you not keep like some backup? Gear? I did. Uh, I mean, it was because like just, if I see if I'm fighting if I'm like. I don't. I wouldn't switch out for any other reason. But if I'm fighting an overlord that's fireproof and all I've got is fire gear, all right, time to switch to poison or something. Uh, I don't keep too much just because it seems like they give you enough. So all I did basically was I went back out and I just went and killed a random captain and he dropped a sword that was the. Uh, oh, so you cheated? Fired. Okay. Oh, yeah. Played the game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right for uh, Chris. I did. So in the first game, the boss fights were virtually non-existent. Correct. Is that any different this go around? Nope. The overlords that we're talking about, those are yeah, some they're, serious boss they're the fights. Boss. Um, yeah. yeah. And then there's also uh, what is kind of what is like, an overlord? Is the overlord an uruk? Yes. He's yeah. the, he's just the the chief boss. And you have to fight them one on one. That's right. You don't get any help, but they they have like tons of dudes. So you, you because guys why would they make it easy? Exactly. You know, yeah. Why? Of course. Uh, there's that, and then there's also um, they're kind of like the. The underlining villain of this one, like what was the name that they used in the first one? It was like the it wasn't the mouth of Sauron. It was uh, uh, the hand of Sauron. I think, I think so. so. That was what they used in the I, first one. I think one. that's what they used. Yeah. In the first one. Uh, this John, one, you just played it, right? Like who was the main villain of the first one? You just played it, right? Uh, the black hand. The of black Sauron. hand. Of there you go. Okay. That's Penny's flatulence. <laughs> no kidding, man. That could yeah. level Sauron's armies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was um, Penny. The kind yeah. of like underlining villain for this one is the Witch King. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do a lot of battles with the, the Nazgul, of course. Um, and they, they're kind of like boss fights in themselves. They are, but they're chumps. How far are you on that? Okay. Uh, they might not all be chumps, <laughs> but I've done like four, three or four of them now. Okay. Yeah. I'm at the point now. Like, <laughs> there was where one. <laughs> it started off easy with them and like now it's kind okay. of getting to the point where they're a little bit more. I gotcha. The, boss. the last one I did is, uh, I think they were doing the ritual. Okay. And uh, basically, what was funny is that I poisoned the barrels, and then all the captains just fell over dead, and so it was just me and one Nazgul. And I was like, <laughs> all right, then. What was, what was funny is everybody was dead. Everybody was dead, right? It was just me and this Nazgul, and he was like, I see you've come here for the ritual. What ritual, man? Everybody's <laughs> dead. It's over. It's you and me. One beat one. Let's go. So oh. does, uh, so does <clears throat> your role in this game, Italians and um, Gillibrimbor, Nice. Does it get? Thanks, man. Does it give you um, the feeling of your role in Middle Earth mm-hmm. mattered to the overall no story of Middle Earth? No, <clears throat> no not really. Really? I mean, I think because aren't you aren't you technically the role you play your 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 actions in essence weaken Sauron's armies to the point where it made an effect in the like in in the trilogy of Lord of the Rings. Maybe it's um, possible. Uh, it, no, I guess it depends on how it ends. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I kind you, of like. So you guys where ultimately, don't know yet. Is yeah, I don't saying? see. I kind of. I'm getting a sense of like where it's going because um, I'm. I'm getting closer to the end. I'm definitely moving towards the final act of this. Uh, the sense I'm getting from it right now is that hiddenly or hidden in this game there's been this like kind of ethical issue that no one's been talking about which is the sense that when you start off like hey this guy who helped make the ring of power 
uh, unwillingly. Well, actually, he didn't make the Ring of Power. He made the other rings. And then uh, Sauron made the Ring of Power unknowns to him. Blah, blah, right. blah. Uh, but now this this you know elf, given his history and knowing what happens when he made Rings of Power before, has crafted another one and has used it to subjugate and dominate a whole entire writ race basically for his whims and you know to achieve what he thinks is the right idea of peace so like these kind of tones of ethics are kind of starting to come out i've noticed as i've progressed more in the game and like i'm wondering if so it's that's sort of like a case of not so different yeah like well thing. well i think like part of me wonders like as this goes on is it going to get to a point like where talion begins to even question like am i doing the right thing here is this the right motive right should it you know am i just becoming more evil for the sake of good i don't know uh i'm wondering if that's where the tone goes with versus him making a huge difference because i mean obviously we all know they're not going to succeed in you know defeating the dark lord spoilers yeah whoa wait so i thought you so you so you have beaten it yeah, apparently. All right. <laughs> so, did everyone it was Rogue Frodo. One die? It was Frodo. <laughs> it was Frodo in the mountain with the ring. <laughs> well, the impression from the first game, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't outright go out and say it, but the impression is your actions sort of mm-hmm. weaken his ability to take human form. Yeah, I guess. Um, I've always thought that was in the games. Yeah, uh, to me, that's always been tied more. To him having the ring directly, regardless. Mm-hmm. So you know, I kind of. I, it's nice for a game narrative sense, but I guess from but um from a canon point, I'm you're like, dumb. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Uh, I, I, do I mean, what? I mean, it, it's uh, not, not something to go, not to go back to canon per se, but mm-hmm. would you say it's maybe it's fair to say that this ties into the film franchise? That is WB. Oh, it definitely ties in more to the film for ch- I mean, franchise. Yeah, so we say canon. Because I mean, because canon's can, like people look at you know the what twenty hour yeah. twenty hour films total length. Um. So is this game to be included in that canon, or is it to be included in the book canon? Because I would argue with that the games play better towards the film canon. I oh, mean, it is Warner sure. Brothers. It's definitely like, it, it has trying the same to get aesthetic. aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. It's Ooh. getting that same Ooh, aesthetic. Look what y'all did there. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I said canon. They said aesthetically at the same time. Like that's, that's like there was one orc who uh, was called something dwarf hater. And he was, <laughs> yes, he was, I, I have, I had that guy too. He was straight up wearing Gimli's helmet. Like, he had Gimli, like, you know, from uh, the movie, that version of that helmet. Yeah. So, yeah, there's no question in my mind, like, as I play this game, that it's clearly drawing more from the movies designed um, than, you know, than the books. But I don't know. I, I kind of still think this is all outside the realm of oh, everything. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know? And it, it's that's fine. It's its own thing. And yeah. Again, it's just, like we mentioned earlier, it's just an excuse to go mess up some works. You know. What um? It's kind of like um. What was that Star Wars game um? Where you played the As guy Starkiller? Shadow of the Empire? Not Force Shadow Unleashed. Lennon, Force Unleashed. That's Force one Unleashed, thing. Yeah. Like that because that one kind of takes place in between uh the prequels and and uh, A New Hope, right? And it feels like kind of like that where it's like, hey. It doesn't really matter. It's canon. It's just it, we're giving you an excuse to run around. And well, have fun. we can't um, prove that this it didn't was happen. canon. It was. It yeah. was canon. Um, um, so now you, it's something called uh, Legends, Legends or whatever. Yeah. You played it on PS4, Completely right? Chris? What'd you play it on? Yes, I played it on Xbox. Is there? One. I wonder if there's any differences. Did it run pretty good on PS4 Pro? 
Uh, it looks great. Yeah. PS4 Pro. I, I will say this. adequately on Xbox One. <laughs> I mean, it runs fine. I don't have any issues with running. Uh, the load times are a little bit long on certain areas, like certain chapter things. Yeah. But, yeah. like, quick travel loads are fine. But, like, if you're, you're like, from one chapter to another, I, that takes a little bit longer than it I would does. like. Um, you played it on Pro, just on regular Xbox One, the graphics are okay. They, the cutscenes could use some work. Uh, I'm imagining Xbox One X, it's gonna be very fluid. Yeah, I would think. Um, I mean, there are 74 teraflops on that thing. I, that thing's got like 8 <laughs> billion teraflops. The big, uh, the big, um, thing I would tell people if you have a PS4 Pro, because they do not tell you this, uh, there are 4K assets for, um, the cutscenes. That you can go download from the PlayStation Store. They're free. It's like a 23 gig download. So I'm not sure why they didn't just put it on there, but maybe because that is a good little fun fact. Yeah, yeah. So well, tidbit. If you if you want something, if you have a 4K TV and you're using your Pro, then I would say go download those assets because at first when I was watching the cutscenes, I was like, this doesn't look that great. And then yeah. all of a sudden I download that and I was like, oh, this looks amazingly better now. I might have to check that out if, uh, Xbox, if Microsoft has something similar because the cutscenes, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm sure Possibly. they do. Feels I will, awesome. I will say one, one shallow disappointment I had from the first game, very shallow mm-hmm. disappointment is my inability to change the way I look unless oh. I did have, um, I did have the game of the year edition. Mm-hmm. So I had access to different skins, yeah, as they say, right. which it's very Hannibal Lectory the way you say the word skins. But I don't go there with that. I go to another place. Oh, a happy God. place. <laughs> but you can use skins like uh, the, the 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 lady that you meet in the game. Uh, you can play as the Black Hand, and I'm like, these things don't make any real sense. Yeah, takes There's you out one... of the experience. But can you upgrade your cosmetics and oh, things like yes. that? In this game, uh, the way you upgrade is instead of runes, you don't upgrade stuff. Well, you do, Jim. You don't upgrade <laughs> stuff the same way. Uh, you have different gear slots, so you have like a, a hood, uh, armor, and then you have your different weapons. Uh, depending on which set of gear that you happen to be using at the time, it changes the way you look. Okay, because cool. I, I get addicted to that kind of stuff. I enjoy that stuff. Yeah, they yeah, um, they, they took gear in this game <laughs> and replaced it with basically a Diablo system. Uh, so you have I'm out. What, you does have, that, what does that mean? Meaning you have white pieces of gear which are just standard. You have uh, rare, epic, oh, okay. all the way up to legendary. I got you now. Um, and that kind of gives away into the fact that, like you know, I, I guess this has been put out there in many places. Some people really bashing on this uh but yes uh there are loot boxes in this game yeah i was gonna i was about to get to that yeah you can buy certain levels of gear um yeah i don't know why you would i don't but yeah like that first off that takes the fun out of getting the gear secondly the game's already out of having it no that's true (laughs) but secondly the game's already the combat is not that challenging in any way so oh it's not but I it's mean, addictive. I mean, it's fun. So it's good. fun, but it's not like uh, it's not like not like some Dark Souls stuff. Yeah, anything. you're only gonna. I mean, die. Which, that's just a boring series. Anyway. You're only gonna die because of more so. I think like randomness, like where it's like, it's oh yeah, guess or- what? There are now three captains here, and there's a bunch of people shooting arrows that I have no way to respond run towards. Away. That's yeah. right. You run, run away. away. Like, yep. ain't no shame in it. Nope. Get the <laughs> heck out of uh, dodge. If, uh, I should have learned that on the first one. You yeah, really got to right. learn that. First rule: <laughs> run took, away. It took me a while. Yeah. No, it, I kept dying. You, see, you see enough promotions on the. You see enough of them captains get promoted. Uh, you're like, you know what? I don't want to do that again. I'm All good. right. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Please. 
Oh, and that does uh, the world is so much bigger in this one. Thank um, goodness. Yeah, because that was the that was another thing like they greatly improved upon. Yeah, because uh, you had the the one region for so for like the first half of the game. No kidding. And it was very repetitive, very boring, very bland. I mean, yeah. you can run across it in like four minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like it's uh, it was weird. Plus, I mean, it's mortal. It it's fast. not the most most appealing set of landscape. You do have either. elf speed. Hey, right. you got this old barren burnt land. What? And what? Then, <laughs> what? What, what, what yep. about John? Not that kind. Oh, okay. And then, and then the second half of the game, you finally get a chance to see some like like some jungle area type stuff, some lush green. Yeah, but uh, in this game, you have the different regions, and they all feel like you know different regions. Like you have a jungle area, you have an ice area, you have it's basically Mario. It's essentially the same. <laughs> it's game. like well, I love the overmap. It's a uh, it's Zelda the map. Overmap. Yeah, it's you yeah. even have you even have Mount Doom in there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, uh, the first area is a city, and it's really cool because it doesn't feel so, like, isolated. You actually have some, some human guards around and stuff like that, so that's kind of cool. I mean, there's orcs everywhere, and you still do your thing, but it mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like you're one man against the world Correct. so much as it did in the first one. That's for sure. Final verdict, guys. You yeah, don't have to score that. it or anything, but just... Pass. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not good. <laughs> I think it's a fun game. I do think it suffers a little bit from... You know, like when when Mill Earth came out, uh, Shadow of Mordor came out. Like it really felt unique because it was this thing where it has stick to it that no one had seen. And like, really, we just hadn't had a game like that this generation. We had some really nice games. You know, I really like Dragon Age Inquisition, but Dragon Age Inquisition just felt like a much prettier, bigger game than one that would have been made on Xbox 360. Uh, whereas this felt like something completely different that was thinking on a, a level no one had considered previously. That's still here, and it works really well, and I like the improvements they make with the system. Uh, there's also a lot of stuff that's been thrown in here, and I'll be honest, like some of it works really well, and some of it I could do without. Like There are some missions that... I just felt like, okay, this is a throwaway. I don't really care about this at all. It's just here. Right. Um, uh, essentially, what Chris said is it, it tweaked some stuff. It made uh, some, some improvements on some pre-existing stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everything seems like uh, there's nothing like sort of revolutionary in Correct. it compared to the first one. It's just scaled More. upwards like a thousand times. That's yeah. that's essentially what it is. It, um if you well, it, to me, that sounds like it does a lot of the things I wish the first one had done. Yes, yeah, it, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it doesn't introduce, like, it introduces a, a few new things with the Siege, but the Siege, to me, seems like a, a huge scaled-up version of, you know, taking out captains and replacing them. Or the War Chief Or the War Chief yeah, missions, that was yeah. That kind of the big yeah. thing from that one. Um, I'm glad you translated for Chris, because yeah. all I heard was wah-wah, wah-wah, wah The only thing that I will say is, once you get to about the second act once you once you take over the first region your first region you, you conquer it you you supplant the, the yeah. overlord and again I, I haven't played as much as Chris but I don't see there being a ton of new gr- gameplay elements introduced after that like there's it just seems like it's gonna be more of the same which is fine yeah. because I enjoy it um, and then also there's a, tons of collectibles which if you like that this is definitely your game if you don't like yeah. that well I mean you don't have to do them uh, but that being it does said, reward you. For it doing definitely that. rewards you to the point where, like, I have all the skills that I want, mm-hmm. and I've only taken over like my second region out of what probably seven or eight is what it's looking like. How does it reward you, like, with rune slots on your weapons? Uh, rune. Some of them rewards you with skill points. Did I say rune. Like, yeah. like, if you do the thing, you do. If make, you collect a set of stuff, you get a skill point. 
if you you can get runes, uh, you can like if you there's another set of things that you collect that gives you a piece of uh, think, of legendary gear. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think like I think between unlocking all the towers in the region, doing all the Shalob memories in the region, doing all the Calbrimbror uh, ones in the region. I think all of those every single time. Like I know with. With his alone, each one you can get each a individual skill one point. you get a skill, and point. with the with the other two, I know that once you, you get the set, yeah, you get at least a skill point from that too. So like on top of that, between that and leveling in this game, every time you level or with certain missions, you're getting skill points. You can rack up regardless of how high you actually are pretty quickly to where you're going to have a good base of uh, abilities. And Casey, I, can I like you translate to, that for me? Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> Um, Come on, man. Like, I love you. Again, like I'm level 25, 26-ish, and I have all the skills that I want or need. Like, yeah, I've kind of like now, um, especially because like the secondary. Kind of a it is well, kind of a like, bummer. You don't because, want any more? You- well, you have like a primary skill, and then like there are two to three secondary options, and you can only activate one at a time. Mm-hmm. And really what I've found is like I go, well, I want that one, and that's the only one I really right, care it's like, about. This one's clearly like, oh, yeah. you do triple damage, or this one – you have one more HP. Like, yeah. Ah, well, now I'm kind of like to the point where I'm looking at things and I go like, ah, I don't like, I'm looking for abilities that I just do not utilize that much at all. Right. To plug in a secondary ability. And so that is, a, oh, that's one thing that I think that would have, would have been an amazing addition to the game that they didn't do is I was hoping, I was really hoping that like once you got to your siege part, that would unlock a new skill tree. That would have been a, a I think a fantastic addition. to the I game. agree. Well, there there is one little thing you can do with that okay. afterwards. But I mean, like I, w- I want it to be a whole new tree. Like, yeah, I got what you're saying. I got what you're saying. Is there a season pass with this? There is. I think it's forty bucks if you want to get it. Um, they released two DLCs for the first game. Uh, I didn't play any of them, but oh, uh, there is a multiplayer aspect to it. Yeah, uh, there is. That small. it's small, but it's it's more strategic than anything. Uh, you can go to someone else's fortress online, like. John's out, and I mean you don't <laughs> you don't actually fight them. You, you, you don't actually fight them, and you don't actually impact their fortress. Basically, what it does is it sort of like replicates yeah. their setup, and you sort of go into an, a third, an, another independently host correct fortress that's exactly like theirs, and you try to take out their fortress. Yeah, and if you if you do it, you'll you'll get some bonuses for that day, some extra gear and all that. Um, I haven't with, done it. Uh, so. Same with also if uh, someone kills someone online, you'll see a, a ven- online vendetta. That was in the mission. first one. Yeah, vendetta. yeah, and you can go take out their orcs and get perks for that too. Yeah, it looks like I don't need to play this right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a big game. It's definitely going to take you about, I would say, for most people, probably somewhere between thirty and fifty hours uh, if you're if you're wanting to do everything. I'm collecting um, all that stuff, so yeah, it's going to take. I'm me giving forever. up on. I don't one. care about the loot anymore or the gems. I'm just like, okay, I, I'm ready to be done. So like, let's get I'm, this witch king. Yeah, that's basically what I'm yeah. marching toward. Cool. Yeah, but uh, cool. Sean, you good? I'm good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we ready to do some news? Yeah, march on to the news. We're marching. News. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. 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 news? Casey. News. Casey. 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 Casey? Oh no. oh, no. Casey had to leave us. But he is thankful for your time and attention. What? We're thankful for his time. Uh, yeah, I guess. But 
they should be thankful. I found him to be shallow and pretentious. Ouch. <laughs> I found him to be awesome. And he kind of dressed not. like Bruce Wayne today. So I didn't know what to do. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> what does that mean? It just it was a Batman reference for him because he loves Batman. That's funny. Batman. <laughs> he loves the Batman. Batman. <laughs> Cuphead is a hit. Yeah, it is. I heard a lot of people talking about this, man. Cuphead has reached an impressive milestone. In only two weeks, Studio MDHR announced that this game has gone platinum, selling one million copies since it was released on September September 29th. Blah. Quote, we have worked tirelessly over the last few years to deliver a game that remained true to our vision, and we are both humbled and excited that so many people f- from around the world are playing Cuphead. Truly makes it all worth it. End quote. Yeah, and while they're playing Woo-hoo. it, they're also saying how incredibly hard it is. <laughs> it is, yeah. I'm, I still have not finished it, though. I've been playing other things, and I fear when I go back, it's going to be like, "Hey, you remember how you were like getting good because you yeah, kept playing? start over, have yeah, fun, yeah, have fun learning <laughs> this game again." Uh, Phil Spencer on exclusive DLCs. Head of Xbox Phil Spencer has shown his displeasure for paying for platinum platform exclusive content. Quote, people always knock me on this. I've been on record. I don't love the idea or practice of us paying so other platforms can't play or use a certain gun in a game or do a certain level. I know I say that in Xbox history of DLC exclusivity windows with Call of Duty. I understand the fingers are pointing right back at Xbox. I can only be who I am. It's not the best PR answer, but I don't like that. When asked about PUBG, he responded, we saw more opportunity. And that's what turned into was, oh wait. And what that turned into was us having an exclusive game on our platform. That's a game that probably wouldn't have happened the way it did if we didn't invest the way we did. Makes sense. PR um, speak. PR yeah, speak. It is PR but speak. But he acknowledges. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, he, to be That's fair, I, feel. I mean, yeah, regardless, he, yeah, Xbox used to be the king of it, and now that they're not the king, they don't really do it as much. But I will say, outside of what, I mean, the biggest would have been Tomb Raider, uh, and yeah. even then that was a year. And I think that was, from my understanding, it was more of, like, them coming to him and be like, we would like money. Yeah. Um, and we will give you exclusive things if you give us this money because we are really wanting to make this game. I'll, I mean, I'll avoid making direct criticisms to Phil Spencer this week because I actually really like the guy. I think, I think he's a solid spokesman for the company. I think he's done a lot to turn the tide. Yeah. I think he earned his promotion. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's just, to me, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not with him on this. Look, I understand the sentiment behind. I've got to wait for that gun another three months before I can play it because I play on PlayStation, not on Xbox. Yeah. I understand feeling disappointed in that, but I think things like that and maybe on a grander scale, getting a season, get, getting a, getting DLC months before somebody else does all these things. I feel like that's called competition and I feel like that's what makes platforms better. It's competition. That's, what do you mean? that's really, Always been the driving force that makes anything better. It, it, it drives technology. It drives new innovations. It drives ideas. And that doesn't happen in a vacuum. That doesn't happen when there's no competition on the table. Mm-hmm. I just think he's off the mark here because it's like, you know, what is his, what, what does his investors think? Well, I think I mean, he, this, he's kind of honest right there. He, he says is it. being, yeah. he is being honest saying, but most he's, people won't like that, but it's like, but it's like his investors saying, you know, you can't have it both ways. You have yeah. to, this is the answer to profitability. 
you know, this is the answer to winning the competition. This is, you know, and if you're not, if you're saying you're not there to beat the competition, mm-hmm. then you need to step down. Maybe it's not more him of, specifically. Um, it might be one of those things. I, I will be interested to see if like, um, if there comes a point when Xbox is king again, uh, right. what he does then, because you really just, it doesn't mean anything yeah, until that happens. Sure. No. Yeah. Um, I would say though, yeah, from everything I've gathered, he seems to be a guy who's like, Hey, I want to do what's right for everyone. Not so much on these kinds of things, you know, necessarily what is all about us. But of course, though, he's going to do what's makes money, but you know, he could have easily done a lot of things different. Uh, if that wasn't the case, he didn't have to make Minecraft accessible to all other platforms. He didn't have to, yeah, I, uh, I believe him. Where, yeah, where I you just can do, do cross play. Yeah, I believe him. I, I, uh, I believe him. And I know just, you're not knocking him. It's, it's, it's a tough spot because he is in a position to where they have a track record of doing something like he pointed out. Yeah. You know, with Call of Duty, but at the same time, he's just saying, look, I just don't like it. Yeah. I know we do it. I know it's there, but I wish it wasn't a world that's, that kind of is like, and this comes from, I mean, I remember when destiny first came out and I had it originally on Xbox and I hated, (laughs) I hated the fact that I will say, I hated the fact in that game that there were two maps that I was never going to get to use. Um, no matter what, I think like it was, it almost took like two years before they finally came to the Xbox version. And that just kind of sucks. You know, like if you're there, I understand that. Um, it's definitely a little bit less of a hit, like back when it was for Call of Duty, where it was like, "Hey, Xbox got two weeks early." But for something like that, that was when I was like, "Ugh, that, that sucks." I mean, we have to ask ourselves: Would we have the light bulb mm-hmm. if Edison wasn't a greedy sob that hated Tesla? I mean, right. ask yourself that. He didn't do it to better society. You would have did it a, to make money. You would have had a better light bulb, is what you would have had <laughs> if you just had Tesla. Ha. <laughs> Ubisoft season passes have been detailed. First up, South Park. The season pass will be $30 and becomes available on October 17th with three DLC packs on and free day one content. The day one content will include Relics of Zaron costume and perk packs, as well as Tally, your gaming bud, which will provide an in-game tip giving buddy. That's so perfect <laughs> for him. The first DLC pack is Danger Deck where players will have to face the ultimate combat challenge in Dr. Timothy's danger deck. Next will be from dust till Casabonita. Uh, That's awesome. Which, which has your team with the coon and Mysterion team up to defeat a demonic present presence at Casabonita. Lastly, bring the crunch will feature another new story with all new superhero classes. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origin will have two major DLC packs. First is the Hidden Ones, which will, will which will be released in January and will take place years after the events of the main game. It will feature a growing brotherhood as they clash with Romans. The Curse of the Pharaohs will launch in March and will focus on the Egyptian mythology. Players will fight undead pharaohs and other monsters with new skills and further increased level cap. The season pass will include these two passes as well as the Roman Centurion and Horus packs that will include new outfits, weapons, etc. No price has been given at this time. So Ubisoft is like, we have detailed how you will keep giving us money yeah, and we are fine with this. Give us money. Heck now. yeah, man. <laughs> I typically do buy the season pass for Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I don't. I I'm don't. actually getting more amped up to play this game now. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing things on the on the social medias, and I'm reading a little bit more. I hope it's uh, 
I think it's going to be. I think I've. I think I've. It's been long enough since I played one that I'm ready to play one. I didn't say that. I did not say that. Well, I will say I I bought the season pass for Syndicate, and the reason I did is because it had Jack the Ripper DLC, and it had steampunk outfits. That's all the steampunk, folks. You love the steampunk. I do love the steampunk. You should be steampunk-ish for Halloween. Why aren't you? Uh, you know the guy I work with that looks a lot like me. Yes, I know you're talking about. Who has my name? We're dressing up as twins. <laughs> that makes fun. Okay, I can that. See makes that. Funny. But that, but <laughs> that makes work. funny. That's work Halloween. I'm talking about like house oh, in Halloween. in general. Yeah. Like when we can be like non-PG and yeah. you can have your sexy steampunk outfit that you've really wanted to wear for yeah. the last 10 years. With your big stupid hat on and those glasses and some gloves. <laughs> You're like, look at me. I'm steampunk, John. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what? how you talk when you're on Halloween. They don't know that. That's a fun fact. Sony has doubled down on PSVR. Sony shows off a, showed off a list of over 60 games coming later this year and into 2018, like Gran Turismo Sport. Other games include Super Giants Bravo Team, Bethesda Skyrim VR, and Doom VFR. Other notable games are Moss, Gollum, and Samurai Punk Pities. Uh, I don't know how you say that. Uh, the American Dream. I don't know if there's like a... Might be. Yeah. It's P-T-Y. Uh, I don't know. I will uh, love you. Yeah, I was surprised, but they did, like, what they announced recently, they were, they redid the bundle mm-hmm. or whatever. And yeah, because we were like, why didn't they just come out with this bundle to begin with? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they 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 are really doubling down on the PSVR. And I don't, Andrew was like, "How much PSVR do we have?" And they were like, "We have this much." And he went, "Double it. <laughs> <laughs> Take that amount of VR." And guys, huh? what does VFR stand for again? For Doom, very something we can't say. R virtual, yeah, <laughs> reality. <laughs> can't say it, but <laughs> I like that. Do that again yeah. with your mouth. That's good. Uh, yeah. That's real good. But it is nice to see, like, if you have a, if you bought PSVR, there's something coming for you. It's mm-hmm. not dead. And it's been a nice slow trickle. It's a thing that I think right now, you know, is part of I PlayStation. Wanna, dude, Moss, yeah. I want to play it. Yeah. Like, something part of PlayStation, <clears throat> it's like, oh, yeah, this came out. Let me pick up this, yeah. my, my VR and use it. That seems to be what the idea is. Well, PSVR for me is something I definitely want to try, but I, I want to go to somebody's house and try it. And then if I, I like it, I'll go, you know what, I want that. Yeah, it's just I don't, I don't, I want it. I don't know where to go to try it. Here's what we do. Probably like Sony Studio. We go in three yeah. ways on it, right? What about? Uh-huh. We go in three ways on it. Can you and trade it, that stuff in? I've no, seen the, no, in. I've seen this on an episode of of <laughs> Simpsons. They bought a comic and then they all thought they were going home with a comic. No, no, no. Here's and the deal. That's not the way it should work. We, we'll hammer it out, but we go three ways on it, right? And then if one of us wants it, if two of us wants it, if three of us wants it, we'll we'll do like a thing where I pick a number, let's you know draw a thing, whatever gets it. You gotta just pay the difference. Okay. Then you have it, and then if the other two still like it, they can then go buy it. Okay. But if interesting. We, if we, you know what I'm saying? Capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. We should do it for, we should dub it research for the show. Right? Tax deductible. What? We're a corporation now? <laughs> I'm um, getting mail, dude. We have some things to tell <laughs> That's you. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I owe the IRS 10 million. What? What, what happened? <laughs> Guys, what did you do? <laughs> PUBG has hit 2 million. 
Yeah. PUBG has pushed the game to the tops of Steam concurrent player listings and now has broken the 2 million mark. This is the first Steam game to do so. This has surpassed other Steam giants like Dota 2, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, and Team Fortress 2. It's important to note, this milestone was reached as soon as Weekly Games... Game uh, ah, uh, host Chris, John, and Sean discussed it on their podcast last week. Coincidence? I think not. I think it's we we need to take John out of that. It's more me and you, right? But he did help us talk about it. He was there. We played it. We got a chicken dinner. That, okay. I think that's what did it. People yeah, are like, went, well, Sean and minute. Chris got. A Wait a minute. If these two guys can get a chicken dinner, anyone can get a chicken dinner. <laughs> you would think so, right? Um, I, I'm happy for them though. There, Brendan Green will never. Uh, I think that's his name. He'll never have to work again unless he really wants to. Yeah. He's he's rich. ESRB has weighed in on loot boxes. The Electronic Software Ratings Board has wadded, or waded into the recent discussion on loot boxes, saying the mechanic does not fulfill criteria for using gambling as a game descriptor. Quote, while there's an element of chance in these mechanics, the player is always guaranteed to receive in-game content. We think of it as... As a similar principle to collectible card games, sometimes you will open a pack and get a brand new uh, holographic card you've had your eye on for a while. However, other times you will end up with packs of cards you already have. Loot boxes have come into light recently due to what players are finding as play to win. Electronic Arts has also addressed similar controversy. Ah, you didn't say that right. Controversy. Thank you. uh, Regarding its upcoming Star Wars Battlefront 2... EA has attempted to address loot crates and the appearance of a pay-to-win strategy. Star cards, outfits, emotes, and victory poses will be available in the loot crates purchases uh, purchasable with both in-game credits and premium currency. The most powerful items will not be included in the crates. Instead, they will be unlocked via game achievements. Yeah, the, if, if you've got your best stuff that you can only get by actually doing stuff in the game, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And if you want to put some other stuff, some things that don't really matter or, or they're just for like appearance sakes and, and that kind of thing and you want to pay for it, that's fine. I'm not. I, I like that. I don't mind and, loot boxes when it's cosmetic items. Is why Destiny like. 2, their currency system right now, yeah. you go over there, most of it is a dance, a spaceship, a speeder. Or like a skin for a gun. You're the big getting... one has been like uh, has been Overwatch. Yeah, you know, everything in Overwatch that you buy is cosmetic. You don't need it to play the game, no, no matter what. It when just I makes go it in, funner. Exactly. Yeah, when I go in, I'm always going. Genji's always going to be Genji. He's not going to change just because I spent fifty dollars. On the other hand, I, I know with this Battlefront, it ticked a lot of people off in the beta just because you could use it to buy stuff, and then the stuff you weren't using, even though it wasn't great, you could break it down or something like that and use it to boost up other things like buy oh. certain perks and abilities for these guns. And that's where you're like, that's where you get to the danger zone point where you feel like, Hey, the only way I can start to be good at this game is if I spend 30 bucks. That's where you, you know, if you're someone like EA, you need to be very careful with what you're doing with your game. Um, you know, even here this week with shadow of war, I understand why it's there. It's there to make money. You know, but again, like as I look at it, I'm like, ah. with that one, I was kind of like, you don't really need this unless you just don't want to play this game, I guess. And there's caps to its achievements of as far as what you get for what you're spending on there. So up to you. What do you think the solution to this problem is? Charge more for games or charge less for games. What do you think? Well, I, I kind of, I, I do, do feel like what's the, I mean, the idea of 
that lower price point, more people adopt in theory. Dude, I seriously think as long as you, you don't tie in, um, really important game items or things that will legitly make you better or stronger (laughs) than another player by buying them and you leave it pure cosmetic, I think is the way to go. I really do. Well, I mean, everything is a cost. I know. I mean, which sucks. If you think of everything being, there's disadvantages on multiple fronts when it comes to online games like this. Like, I jumped back into Splatoon 2 last week. You played without me? I've been, <laughs> I'm not, I, 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 I thought you traded that thing. No, in. My bad. No. I'm sorry. Let the record Let me, show I saw him trading that game. I didn't trade that game in. <laughs> but, um, you go into it and everything, everybody I get teamed up with is level 30 or above and I, and I yeah. was a level 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. So there was a cost to that, not a financial cost per se, but it's still a cost yeah. mm-hmm. to being put at a disadvantage. You didn't spend the time as opposed to spending the money. So everything is a cost. It just depends on how you look at it. So I fundamentally, principally, don't really have a problem with paying to win per mm-hmm. se. Um, but- particularly when we are, when, when, when we're forced to be in a situation where Games aren't any more expensive than they were 15 years ago. They're way more expensive. Mm. I mean, like as far as development, they're way more expensive. He's now. talking about that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, they're yeah they're the cheaper consumer. now. Yeah, that's why I say like I think. I mean, you walk in in 1991 and you buy uh, mm. Chrono Trigger, you paid a hundred bucks for that game. Yeah, because it's Japan. I mean, oh, regardless, I mean, it depends on which game it was. Hmm. Games tended to charge based on the content that they had instead of. Here's a four-hour game that's fifty nine ninety nine, and or here's Shadow of War, which is a forty-plus hour game for fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah. To be fair, they still kind of do that now because you, I mean, there are twenty-dollar games, there's thirty-dollar games, and then there's sixty-dollar games. I think the big problem, like the question, is what would be better for people? I personally, I'm under the opinion that I would be totally fine with them if they needed to to raise the price to seventy or seventy-five dollars, if that's what takes this all away. But in my mind, I know they would never do that now because it makes too much money. Yeah, they they just know like there is you can put loot boxes in as much as there might be a rage machine on the internet and with core gamers. There's too many people that if the, they have the money, they will go and they will. There's, drop a, there's a silent army that's not the voice on the internet that's raging. Yeah, yeah. they have a wallet and they are buying things. I yeah. mean, when I went to NBA 2K, I always wondered because like I always yeah I always spend a little bit of money and it just didn't bother me because I didn't want to start out at the level that they provided in that game. I'm yeah. like, I want to start at about 70. I mean, there's a, uh, to me, I there's went a, on, when I went online there the first day, I mean, like when I got that game at 12 o'clock midnight, there, you know, of the village I was in of the 20 people, there was at least 17 of them that were already 85 because they had just spent the money to do it. I mean, like that's where you see it. You that's know a, why they're doing it. That's a it. high percentage. Exactly. Like if you dangle a carrot in front of people, it has been shown people will spend and you know mobile games prove this every single day there's yeah. a reason why those games are free to play yeah to me it's like uh i mean there's a there's got to be a way to make that to allow that th- concept to still exist in a game but make it fair like when you when you purchase a loot box or whatever you get flagged and you only get put into matches that are i'm fine with that that are virtual that everyone that with everyone Other else who was boxers. flagged for purchasers 
I mean, there's, there's gotta be a way to do that yeah, but to some degree. As great as that also sounds like you're thinking like that might be fine for a game like Call of Duty or PUBG, even if they decide to do it because they have such large player bases all the time. Mm-hmm. But for these smaller games, and especially as it time goes on, splitting you know splitting up a player base isn't great to begin with uh and and well, having to do that for that and then on top of that say DLC packs that they decide to do well, that well a smaller game you wouldn't yeah. the developer wouldn't have the audacity yeah. to think that they have the authority to charge that much because your game is not tested your game's not proven to be popular true i mean if you're ea yeah you're going to do it because your games make money lots I, of money you may have when you brought up nba chris but i have never once felt slighted or at a disadvantage by somebody who purchased things through a loot box. Cause either you're good and you can adapt and work with what you have mm-hmm. or you suck. And I, I just, I don't suck. Well, and imagine like if dude, you bought when I, Call of Duty. When I played Battlefield, I've, yeah. I've said it on this podcast before. At some point they decided to, you could buy the class you wanted to have and unlock everything in the class. And at, yeah. I, at that point I'd already been kind of working to get the things unlocked. Mm. My, my kill and, Versus death ratio didn't go up or down because somebody now had a different gun as me. Yeah. You still approach each game based on how you're going to play the game. You mentioned that when you played Platoon, there was 30s and you were a 15. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I got worked from level ones when I was like a level 10 in Splatoon? Yeah, sure. It, I mean, it, it's, it just, if yeah. you're good, it doesn't you're matter. Good. That's I for suck. sure. I agree. I guess <laughs> if you, if you ask people like what would be a put off on day one, especially with something like Battlefront, um, and I, if I go in there and, I'm having to use the basic stuff because I'm not going to spend money on something I just gave $60 for in this. And I look around and the other team is shooting me with uh, guns that they've just bought on the fly here. They're also level one and they're just amazing stuff. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like, well, what's the point unless I spend money? And that's me personally. But to be fair, I didn't enjoy Battlefront's uh, multiplayer gun. stuff that much to begin with. <laughs> yeah. So Their gun is a way of saying... Everybody's doing it, Chris. Yeah. Come to the it dog feels, side. This fall has definitely felt like the year where they're trying to figure stuff out. Because even like Forza last week got criticism because, you know, in past games you would go and you buy cars from the shop. That's what you would do. You win races, build up your character, and as you got more money and more licenses, you go buy more exclusive rare cars. Instead, it's all about buying loot boxes in this one. And I can understand someone who plays a racing game, you don't want to take a roll of a dice on a car. You want to get the car you want to get and go race it. That's what you enjoy about these games. So they're they're having to figure this out. They're, the idea is how do we make money on these things that cost a lot and are only costing more, and we can't raise the price from sixty dollars. Exactly, because yeah, they're trying. They're trying to figure it out in a climate where the consumer has decided. Yeah, that sixty dollars is that magic number. I'm telling you this, regardless I think the, of how long the game is. I think mm-hmm. the uproar on the entire thing is on on mythical, just like paper the internet. I don't think it's as big as a deal as people are making. Yeah, so the internet makes things real when they're for sure. Not. It's it's the hardcore. That's speaking out, but, but, but there's a ton gonna... of us who don't care. It's like, if you want to go buy that, cool. Yeah. If I want to go buy it, cool. If we don't, there has not been a game that has changed for me dramatically because, because somebody, yeah, it just hasn't. Interesting. True. I mean, I wouldn't, yeah, I, mean, I guess I wouldn't know. I mean, I guess it's one of those things where I would say, do I think it's going to ruin everything? No, but it's something that if it gets out of hand, and we've seen this before, eventually there will be a correction. Uh, whether it be eventually, maybe, maybe eventually people just get tired and they do start going to PC gaming culture more or whatever. And 
if they see that shift, I guarantee you everyone will cor- correct very quickly. Sure. You know, it just takes time. Yeah. But finally this week. <laughs> finally this week. <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, they have. Encourages mature titles. I think that's what you just heard. That's, uh, <laughs> that's it called appears, dirty games. It appears that Nintendo is being more open and encouraging to producers to bring mature content over to the Switch. This is speculated to be a desire from the company to remove the stigma whoa, whoa. That, is, whoa. that is hardware is just for family-friendly content. Nintendo has also expressed a desire to reach a wide variety of play styles and audiences, with the company noting that, quote, as with books, television, and movies, different content is meant for different audiences. The recent <laughs> Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo Direct seems to be the beginnings of Nintendo's, Nintendo demonstrating this bold new strategy. He's not reading this like I wrote it. I know. <laughs> it's better. It's it. It is. <laughs> I like this. I like that they officially have come out and said it. I, I At some point, that stigma did get attached to Nintendo. It's even always th- been there. Well, oh, even yeah. though, like on the Wii, they still had the Call of Duties and the other games. That, well, they're the console friend codes. Yeah, you know? I, exactly. <laughs> so they kind of did it to themselves, <laughs> even though there were some things you could get no, on, this on goes Nintendo. Back, this goes back to being made of, made fun of because I, I played Mortal Kombat on the Super NES. When they didn't show blood, <laughs> right. Stupid. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. You played on SNES. <laughs> I did too. I did too. Such a loser. It was better. <laughs> It was better, but the only difference was it was... There's no blood. blood Doesn't count. Did you open your uh, mini Super Nintendo? Of course I did. I haven't yet. I need to do that. Uh, you're not gonna. I just wanna. You gonna buy it? For I just me? wanna. See, no. <laughs> I just wanna see Reggie come out on stage and be <laughs> like, guy, like just come out on stage next year and be like, guys, you can kill hookers on your Switch now. <laughs> GTA Five coming to Switch. <laughs> um, That'd be awesome. I mean, I, I'm I'm glad that they're going down this this road, but uh, and and they can be successful at it. But you're never gonna see Nintendo as the guy. Right, the company that, that has GTA. They're never going to be even like, if they get GTA. They're, they're never, never going to be get, associated um, with GTA. They're never going to get that stigma that I think Microsoft had last generation, where like sure. this is the console of Halo and Gears of War and all the shooters of or the world. Or as Sean would say, yeah. Gear, do it. No, nope. okay, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Leave me hanging there. I don't know. What do I say? I don't want to leave you hanging. No, it's I froze. It's fine. When we spoke about Gears of War four, fun fact, many episodes ago, uh-huh. you hey, said you said this happened and the screen opens up and you knew it was Gears. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did do that. Okay. I feel dumb. No, I feel no, dumb. No, you shouldn't. I should. I, I forgot about winning a chicken dinner with Chris, and I forgot about the way I said. If I, you shine a bright light at Sean like a deer, <laughs> he freezes. I, I just froze right now. I'm taking yeah. full credit for that. Hey man, I forgot you what set, word to use you, today. You set me up. You teed it up for me. You threw that pass. You threw an alley oop, John. And Are we coming together right now? Yeah. We're coming together. Right? Did now. we just become best friends? Yup. Over. But you could definitely see it. I mean, with Doom uh, got a release date today. I think November tenth. I could be mistaken. Wow! Wow. Um, Wolfenstein next year. Nine. Yeah, they, they are. They are open to killing Nazis, and who isn't? You right. Know? Me, John. I'm. I'm no. I'm kidding. I'm very much support our war from World War II. It was a long time ago. Way to go, grandfather! I mean, I mean killing wine. Nazis in a simulated way. Not that's acceptable. Life. Yeah, that's yeah. the only acceptable way. Now, 
Right. <laughs> right. In a civilized society with laws. We watch, get like, it. We watch get tomorrow, it. like, somehow, we're going to get letters. Somehow, no, somehow tomorrow, like, the shadow Nazi government's going to rise in, like, Malaysia or something. And we're like, oh, oh we can well, kill them for real again. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Cool. They're sanctioned by a government. Let's kill them. <laughs> Anyways. Are we, we, is this. We can wrap it up. Good episode, guys. Never. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Electronic emails. Mm. <laughs> no, man. Uh, no, I, w- I was going to do. You have just dropped no, it no. twice. Electronic mail. No one can see you do. You that. were literally. Look, been, don't make fun of my arm movements. <laughs> you were literally no. Blake Griffin flying through the air. Air, and the I, was, I was. I was. I was <laughs> Blake cr- Griffin flying through the air. <laughs> <laughs> and I was. I was Chris Paul. Oh, wait. He plays was, for Houston now. But back in the day, the, the classic, Iowa. I was I was Chris Paul <laughs> tossing you my best assist. I know. I don't and want the bull just, cup. I want the yayo cup. It went straight to your numbers. A and little you child. Just <laughs> I'm, I'm making fun of children. Toddler Anyways. children that can't roll their. Uh, no, no, no. You guys both <laughs> dropped it. You dropped it so terrible. <laughs> you did. I didn't. It was bumbled. <laughs> Electronic Le- mail. LeBron's going to the line now. Good job. Who's that? Uh, He's a talented athlete. Yeah. He, I, he, I, you know, I have, to give credit. I have to give credit. Mm-hmm. I tried our audience because we didn't have any emails last week. I should do it every week because <laughs> yeah. apparently they write in when we do that. Well, so let's so, read a couple of them, Chris. We got four this week. That's not Quit enough. telling them how many we got. Why? I, said, cause, I mean, I just said we got Just read what we got, you know? I just leave it at that. Well, there's, a, there's a curtain you should hold up with your audience. We should stop. We a should wall. start arguing off air. <laughs> we do. This part of the of the show, this is acceptable. This is anyway. the old train wreck part of the show. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, emails, you can write them in to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Just like Aaron did. A-A-Ron. Oh, what's up, A-A-Ron? He said, I just wrote to say I love you. Ooh. I wrote to say that I care. I wrote to say I love you. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. P.S. Roll Tide. I live in Nashville, but born and raised in Alabama. P.S.S.S. Alabama, uh, P.S.S.S. Really digging Destiny 2. Sean. Or is it Sean? Or is it Sean? <laughs> Do you know which one it is? It's the second one. It's the second one. Okay. The, he went with uh, the one that I think everyone mistakenly goes with first. And then he S-E-A-N. Went with, and then he went with old Sean Michaels last. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Destiny 2 is the jam. I started Iron Banner. Iron Banner? Yeah, that was really fun. Oh, that's why we're not playing PUBG tonight. No. Um, uh, I tried to reach out to you last night to play PUBG. I tried to call you on Skype. I've tried to do a lot of things with you, but you have just been in your own little bubble, Christopher. Uh, yeah, I've been in Mordor. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. I had to do something for the show. I don't know if you know this. Let's play Mordor. It's a huge deal. <laughs> it's the greatest huge game, game ever. Greatest. Sauron is one of the great leaders <laughs> of, of all time. time. <laughs> Beautiful <God>. jewelry. <laughs> Definitely gonna get emails now. Uh, next up, Scott. What up, Scott? He says, Hey guys. Hey. Hi. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you for, thanks for the show and for letting us into your proverbial living room. You're welcome. On a weekly basis. For sure. My question is as follows. See, Sean, proverbial. Yeah, means. I mean, yeah, indeed. I am Richard. 30, I'm 34. I'm a 34 year old dude with a wife and three kids. I'm with you on the first part of that, uh, 
Oh, Scott, not not the last part, but I'm with you. How old are we? They're Ancient. 42. <laughs> I'm not in my 40s, too. Not yet. We are from the second age. Uh, <laughs> We're not millennials. Of Middle Earth. <laughs> wow. That was a long time ago. I only really got to play... Uh, or I only really get to play at night after everyone goes to bed. Strictly PS4 player for budgetary reasons. My wife, WAF. His uh, wife! <laughs> was... Um, <laughs> Reluctant or was cool enough to be, uh, or just read his, what it says, Chris. His wife was cool enough with that purchase. And just as read much it. As, as much as I adored Battlefield 1 last year in Destiny before it, I find that I don't have the time to sink into really getting into online multiplayer games. Um, so I tend to play FIFA. Had to buy it once and I didn't win the contest. Laugh out loud. And every so often revisiting The Witcher 3 in the Uncharted series. Super excited to be finally be playing The Lost Legacy, eagerly awaiting The Last of Us 2. Indeed. Uh, what would you recommend game-wise for a guy like me who doesn't have as much time as he'd like to play the games he loves? On PS4. Hmm. Hmm. Good question. If you, you could... Um, what was the one earlier this year, John, that we both played... That was like eight hours uh, action game. I will say, as you think about that, Destiny 2 is, is actually great. Hell. Oh, uh, Hellblade. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I mean, Hellblade, you... Sinuous Sacrifice. Yeah. That's a really dark game. Sinuous. But the game's like, it is action-y at times. It's also story narrative, which you'll like. Um, very pretty much like uh, Uncharted, but it's it's only like eight to ten hours, too. So if you're looking for something you can beat. Some of the other games we've covered, like Edith, Edith Finch. Yeah. Nice little short game. If you don't really have a lot of time to play, you don't have a lot to invest in it. Um, Chris and I liked Firewatch. John did not. Um, he's a fool. That's a great little game to play. And if you played it at night, it might be a little more intense. Yeah. Um, if you, uh, I'm guessing whenever. What was the Nutsack game? <laughs> Inside. <laughs> <laughs> that one's really good too. It is Nutsack really game. good. <laughs> also Limbo from them too. Yeah. I think it's out there. I uh, wish they'd have just called it the Nutsack. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not sure. We just called it Sack. Yeah. And you have no idea why they call it oh, Sack I until the end. Sack. If you, uh, if you never played it, whenever it comes out on, um, the new version of it comes out on PS4 here, uh, Shadow of the Colossus is one that shouldn't take you too, too long, but, is considered a classic to many people, so it might be worth checking uh, I out. I feel because he said that, I, I feel compelled to say Last Guardian is a excellent game. But I wonder, Chris, if he's and we've named a, a bunch of games. If this is what he meant, but I'm wondering if he meant robust games that have good stopping places, hmm. where you Metal can Gear grind. Solid? And then, I mean, I think Shad Maybe. the Shadow series, Middle Earth. Yeah, I guess. I mean it. If he's looking for something bigger, yeah, there's there's tons of single player experiences he can go off into. Like you said, The Witcher Three. If you like Witcher Three, go play Dragon Age. I really like that one, the sure. last one. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's looking for more confined things that, yeah, have like chapters and all that, mm-hmm. maybe like the new God of War when that comes out, that might be something you want to look yeah, at. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. If you own a PS4, you have to get the new God of War. I'm just you gonna do? put that out there. Okay. Yeah, I, there's a shirt getting printed up that says that. So. It's legit. If he's into survival horror, Resident Evil 7 Ooh. is a good... If he's not even familiar with the series, it's easy to pick up. It's you very, don't have to know much about it, and it's not that long. It's very there intense. Um, and on, on that same vein, I, Evil Within 2, or Evil Within. Yeah. yeah. Those can be pretty good little games. So. Booyah. I think we've done our, our job. Well, uh, tell them to let... <laughs> tell them. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if we hit the mark, or if you need some more, we can help you drill down a little bit more. 
For sure. Drill. Justin. Drill down. Yeah. <laughs> Justin from OKC. That's Oklahoma City, it guys. It is. If you didn't know. It is. Home of the Thunder. Never yeah. Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, and every other small forward in the You're going to leave out the main one? Yeah. I mean, I guess they have Russell Westbrook. Thank you. <laughs> Kevin Durant's like, well, he doesn't have a ring. And Oklahoma City, he's right in the middle. I wonder if he's a Sooner or a Cowboy. Man. Depending on that, he, uh, yeah. Well, regardless, his, watch him he was, he was like, on, I like Texas. <laughs> watch him go, like, I really am a big fan of Baylor. He's <laughs> like, what? You're in Oklahoma. Uh, hey, dudes. What's up? Here's a fun question for you. If the Oasis from Ready Player One was real and you had the full immersion setup where oh. you can sense everything happening in the simulation, what video game would you most want to experience? Some cool examples would be a Spider-Man game where you feel like you're truly swinging from building to building, a Forza or Kart game where you could feel like you're driving the actual courses, or maybe even PUBG where you can feel the adrenaline of hiding just before murking someone. Oh, and Texas sucks. Boomer sooner. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Keep being cool, Justin from OKC. Justin, the the two games that popped to my mind first were Mario Kart. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to be on a cart and throwing turtle shells and stuff at people. <laughs> For sure. And, and I would love to play PUBG in a I real, that's well, because you're not, re- you're not really dying. I don't need that. I don't need the, the stimulation awesome. of what feels like a Soviet era, uh, house <laughs> as I just hear people come from outside, like just quietly approaching although, and knowing that I'm probably going to die in five seconds. Although you know? <laughs> I didn't, I wouldn't want to play like a Spider-Man game. Like you mentioned, because I, I'm terrified of heights ah. and I just remember I have to jump out of a plane in PUBG. <laughs> you probably wouldn't want to be in uh, shadow of war then. Yeah. You drum some from some yeah. pretty high points in that game. Resident evil hands down. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would do good in, in a, in a horror. horror. I'd play uh, outlast in a heartbeat oh. in real life. I would, I would definitely I would, I go would with. Sh- please say Super Meat Boy. <laughs> no. Uh, no, my first, the first thing that popped in my mind was honestly The Witcher. I love uh, Witcher Three. I love that game. We're, we're I missing, love- I think, a really cool one is any of the Assassin's Creeds. I'm surprised you guys didn't say Zelda. Oh, right? uh, that's that's. I don't know. And that would be fun. Yeah, There's a lot of running. There's a lot of running in Zelda. There's know, a lot run. of places I would visit if uh, the Oasis ever becomes a reality. And I think I would have to. To visit a Mario game, mm. just to like jump up and hit a block, and get a coin out of it. <laughs> also, would, also Shadow of the Colossus. That would be really be pretty dope. Yeah, I mean, just to like see this. I love seventy the, story the, the creature singing a sword at me. I would be Samus. Oh, oh. yeah, you um, would. Man. Wait a minute. Would you dye your hair blonde? <laughs> yeah. Would you become a woman? Would you get a ponytail? Uh, <laughs> I would. I would. I would wear her various suit. <laughs> Or I'd, just, you, I'd borrow it for the day. Or would you want to like meet we her call you and Jennifer? then, yeah, and you just be John-ness. Would we call you Jennifer now? Is that what we should call you? Jennifer? Yeah. Why Jennifer? Uh, it starts with a J. Juanita. Yep. Let's go with that. Okay. That works. I respect it. Finally. Thanks RJ. again for that email. Yes. Thank you, Justin. Boomer Sooner. I know our, uh, our, our bigger upper guy is happy about that at work. Bigger. I'll tell you what that means. I know what it means. Okay. I got you. Okay. Uh, hey guys, it's RJ again. How do you spell that? <laughs> you take the really? D2 of RJ. R? 
Jay, Jay. <laughs> uh, giving you an email. I would write more often, but it I didn't want to seem creepy. <laughs> no, we like it when you write us. Yeah, that's how you become a regular of a show. Yeah. So do it. I, I want to ask Sean. He didn't spell it right. Uh how he's liking Destiny 2. Myself, I didn't realize how easy they made things for everyone, which is nice, but I burned through the content way too fast. And specifically the armor, I like how some of the armor looks, and we would keep it, but the stats on some of them don't fit my uh, game style, and I just trash them. Are you having the same issue or feel as I am? Uh, I'd love some input. Game on, gentlemen. Hey, yeah, I'm actually, I love Destiny 2, and you hit the nail on the head when you said the content really was player friendly this time where it almost held your hand. Yeah, I remember to a degree. From um, the show Tate wasn't too happy about that. But you, you do the the actual story content while it's better than Destiny 1, you can go through it rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Um and especially if you're leveling more than one character, you're going to start skipping cutscenes and things of that nature. I've I've definitely been involved with it. We've got to a point where we raided. Mm-hmm. Uh we've beaten the raid. Uh we've run it several times. We're getting ready for the hard mode raid that's coming out. Um, I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier the Iron Banner started, so that's great. Um, they introduced the trials, which are um, apparently going to have seasons now. Uh, so was the Iron Banner, I mean. The Iron Banner's going to have okay, seasons. Okay, so it's, it's basically, it feels like they're slowly making, like emitting, from afar at least for myself. While they have the raids and all that, and those will periodically come, right? It definitely feels a lot more to me like they're embracing the Diablo-ness of this game and like trying to set that up where it's like, okay, hey, here are these little carrots that we're going to keep putting out, you know, uh, occurringly to keep you playing, to give you a reason to play this week and, and then next week afterwards, right? And then like you could have your secondary characters that you're focusing when those yeah. things aren't happening. And what's happening for me is I've, I've waited to level a Titan up last. I started out with a yeah. Hunter. Uh, Warlock and now a Titan, and I think I really am, I'm enjoying the Titan. Um, okay, it's 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 fun. There's enough there to keep you um, playing, but you you it, it will. We've gotten to a point where we did take a little bit of time off with the the rating and whatnot and the leveling aspect. Uh, it helped me because we started playing PUBG. Yeah. So yeah, it got to a point where I don't feel burnt out on it at all, but I can definitely see that it's a little bit easier to to kind of get through. I would hold on to. Um, your scout rifles because that there's a particular mission to where you get a certain exotic weapon that you need to break down five scout rifles. Mm. Um, and, and you never know if you have more than one character that you want to get more than one of those weapons. Um, there just, there is a lot of stuff they seem to be adding. There's, there's missions after you beat the game. I mean, it, it, it can keep you going. So I'm definitely still enjoying it. I'm not going to quit playing anytime soon. So thanks, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> That was a lot quicker than the Mordor talk, buddy. Yeah, right. No, I'm kidding. You can get five stout rifles and break them down and get new things. No, it's very vital. Uh, uh, this has been. Oh, I want to give some shout outs to Twitter. Oh, okay. This has um, not yet been. <laughs> uh, we got a new follower, Monkey uh, Manka. Gave us a nice follow. At uh, Carl Hayes 21. Um, gave us a screenshot, which I'm about to like right now, of his, I believe, Super Nintendo mini console. Ooh. So that was pretty pretty cool. It showed, um, uh, looks like, John, is that Super Smash and Turtles in Time? Is that what all that is? Uh, Turtles. That's Super Smash TV and Turtles in Time, yes, sir. That's pretty nice. Uh, Turtles in Time. Let's see. At uh, <laughs> our good friend Mike 
Um, he let us know we talked about last week on which Donkey Kong it was that he was playing. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. He, he confirmed it was Donkey Kong Country Returns. There you go. Originally on Wii, but released on 3DS. Thanks for that knowledge. Yeah. Um, and if you want to get in the conversation and have, um, you know, your name read out and, uh, oh, we also had another follower. I just saw this. Let's see what her name is. At, ooh, it's a lady. Well, I'm not going to say. And now oh she's God. left. <laughs> oh, you can't last that. I, I'm not going to say that one. That's um, bad. Yeah. I think that's it. But if you want to follow us or give us any mentions, of course, it's at Weekly Game Chat on the Twitters. Hey, and we're also on Facebook, at Weekly Game Chat. This has been episode 125 of Weekly Game Chat. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you want to use. You'll get new episodes every Wednesday. If they have a subscription or rating system make sure you give us a like and if possible drop us a review helps people find the show which is also a good thing for us because you know then they tell two friends and so on and so on and then after 14 times everyone knows but is that true yeah you can only like keep multiplying up like uh 14 times before you would literally have it's why I like all those things are a pyramid scheme. I'll explain it to you later. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, until next time, I will simply say game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. Nice haircut. Thank you. Game on, John. Oh, yeah. Game on. He never knows. Chris and Sean. Game on, John. He never knows. <laughs> You're a mean person. Your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life.